0: Are you a helicopter parent? Do you coddle your children? Do you worry and fret about the choices they make? Let me tell you, it's time to back off and let your children develop their capacities. What does it mean to love and work well? And how do I pursue what truly matters? Working at the intersection of business and psychology, I help you answer these questions and more so you can focus priorities, inspire change, lead with courage, and live with more joy today. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Welcome to the Pursue What Matters podcast, where we focus on what it takes to thrive in love and work. So we're talking all about helicopter parents. Now, I'm, I'm looking at all of you uh, comfortable, middle-class, parents who are educated, right? Like, um, this is the group that's more likely to be a helicopter parent, uh, because, right, you have some experience with the world, you have some, uh, you have means and resources. And so, you know, the thought often is, if I can help my kids, I should. And let me tell you, that's dead wrong. Uh, You do your children a major disservice if you are always helicoptering in or paving the way for them. And so, you know, if if any of this rings true, it's okay. Be compassionate. But let's really understand uh, the dangers of helicopter parenting and how you can really help your children grow in uh, capacity and in resilience without undermining them. So that's really what we're talking about today. So first, let's start with what is a helicopter parent? So this is a parent who takes an overprotective or uh, excessive interest in the life of their child or children, right? And so uh, if we think about, so this is this is from an article on helicopter parenting uh, that some college officials see all This as the behavior of an overindulged generation raised by helicopter parents and lacking in resilience. So sometimes we see the entitlement. um, Entitlement and Um, overindulgence is a direct result of helicopter parenting. And so these are parents that helicopter in to really make sure that their children are protected, that they're not, people aren't being mean to them. Um, and they fail to realize and recognize that it is in facing challenges and learning to make decisions for ourselves that we actually develop self-esteem, that we develop self-efficacy, that we develop a belief in ourselves that we can do hard things, which is the path to resilience. And so, uh, in 1969, Dr. Heimgenot's book, Parents and Teenagers, um, talked about Talked about this term, helicopter parents, and um, talked about teens who said their parents would hover over them like a helicopter. And so, you know, it became a dictionary entry in 2011. And maybe you've heard similar terms, which include lawnmower parenting, cosseting parents. So, cosseting your 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 kids, or bulldoze parenting. We'll talk a little bit more about that one later. But helicopter parenting really refers to a style of parents who are over-focused on their children. Um, and it can be a real problem. So this is from Carolyn Deitch, who is the director for the treatment of anxiety disorders near Detroit. And here's the thing. Often, it is helicopter parenting is a symptom of anxious parents, right? So it's the parent's difficulty managing their own anxiety. And so they project that on their children and take control of their children's lives. And it can certainly feed anxiety in children, but it can also feed a lot of annoyance. And so, a little bit more on these parents. So, they typically take too much responsibility for their children's experiences and specifically their successes or failures. Um, And this is a big deal because one of the most important paths to well being is our ability and willingness to take on responsibility. And so, if parents, well intended as they may be, are taking too much responsibility for their children, their children are not developing opportunities to take responsibility in their own lives. And then they feel incapable. They feel scared about the world. And in that way, it can really breed anxiety in children. So, um, So another way to think about helicopter parenting is it's over-parenting. So it means being involved in a child's life in a way that is over-controlling, over-protecting, and over-perfecting in a way that is in excess of responsible parenting. So of course we have responsible parenting. And uh, the best way to think about helicopter parenting is it's over-parenting. So you're doing way too much. So now let's talk about some of the consequences of helicopter parenting because there are significant consequences of this. So in our children, what happens? There's a lack of confidence and self-efficacy because anytime things get challenging, mom or dad helicopter in and solve the problem. Um, Another consequence is that children have undeveloped coping skills. So they don't develop distress tolerance skills. This is a big problem. Um, I already mentioned this consequence, but you can see increased anxiety in children because the message their parents are communicating is that the world is scary and you're incompetent and you need me to manage life for you. So is it any wonder that kids feel anxious and fearful and unable to take on adult responsibilities. So it's easy to see how this happens. Another consequence is entitlement, right? That children assume these and, and often, right, at the point of being young adults, they assume that the world will fall in line with whatever they want. And moving to away, going to college becomes a very rude awakening because, you know, they they don't even realize how parents have paved the way or um or protected them from the realities of life. Uh we also see undeveloped life skills. So Simple things like how do you, how do you talk to a teacher about a concern with a grade? Um, how do you get a job? How do you talk to a supervisor about a pay raise? Um, and then of course, one of the big consequences is risking a failure to launch. And I think we see a generation of this, um, currently, and it's, it's a real problem. And I think we can look directly to, uh, parenting, um, for, you know, for a better understanding of how this has happened. So um, let's talk a little bit about snowplow parents. Maybe you've heard about this. So this is similar to lawnmower, bulldozer parenting, right? Like everyone gets their fun little pop psychology terms. Um, But snowplow parents um, is kind of even taking helicopter parents to the next level and not in a good way. But snowplow parents tend to engineer every aspect of their children's experience so as to protect, uh, to try to protect them from grief and struggle. You know, as if that were possible, that's not how life works. And so today's snowplow parents keep their children's futures obstacle-free, even when it means crossing ethical and legal boundaries. And unfortunately, we've seen some really, really horrible examples of this um, with the college entrance scandal, right? The SAT uh, scores. And so many affluent parents who took this to extremes, uh, meaning they would bribe SAT proctors and paying off college coaches to get their children into elite colleges, and then going to great lengths to make sure they never uh, their children never face the humiliation of knowing how they got there. Um, it's so bad, right and like 50 people were charged in a wide-ranging fraud to secure students admissions to colleges. Several went to jail, including some uh, some prominent individuals, uh, actresses, that sort of thing. Uh, according to the investigation, one parent lied about his son playing water polo, but then worried that the child would be perceived by his peers as a bench warmer. Um, and so, you know, really worked really hard to make sure that their son would be okay. Another one paid someone else to take the ACT for her son and then, uh, pretended to proctor it, uh, for herself. So she was totally lying in front of her child, which, um, you know, maybe by the way, that's not what we want to be teaching our children. Uh, and so, this is this is the ultimate example of snowplow or bulldozing uh, parents, uh, but it is a brazen mode of parenting of the privileged children in everyone gets a trophy generation. And so it can start really early with parents getting on wait lists for elite uh, preschools, even before their babies are born, trying to make their toddler's um, make sure that their toddlers are never compelled to do anything that may frustrate them. And when I read that, I'm just like, that's hilarious because um, like when I think about what defines a toddler, it's frustration because they've got these bodies and they don't have this distress tolerance developed. And so life is just one big frustration. And so to think about a parent trying to protect a toddler from frustration, boy, that you're really overworking it. Um, you, you need an easier job. Um, and so – the bribery scandal, of course, highlighted the incredibly dark side of what has become more normative, um, which is making sure that your kid has the best, is exposed to the best, has every advantage without understanding how disabling that can be. Um, you know, you're not really doing them a favor. So uh, that's the last point that I want to talk about is you think you're helping, but you're not. Uh, so, uh, you know, we try to give our kids, Our kids' advantages, but we actually undermine them for the skills that they need for life. And so, of course, it's a parent's job to support their children and to use their adult wisdom to prepare uh, for the future when their children aren't mature enough to do so. Um, That's why we take toys away from toddlers to avoid temper tantrums. Um, But if children have never faced an obstacle, what happens when they get into the real world? And in a word, uh the the answer is they flounder right um they they can't be successful they drop out of school they just they waste their parents time and money and so the root cause according to one former dean of a of Stanford said that the root cause was parents who had never let their children make mistakes or face challenges and so of course snowplow parents have it backwards the point and this is really the take-home point for each of us. The point is to prepare the kid for the road, instead of preparing the road for the kid. So, good parenting is helping your uh, children to to be equipped with the distress tolerance skills, with the capabilities and the problem solving to be able to face the challenges of the road of life, uh, not to prepare the road for uh, the kid. And so. You know, if you don't take anything else um, away from this podcast, that's really the message. And so, you know, I don't want anyone to feel badly about their parenting, but I think it can bring in a little bit of awareness to be able to ask yourself in these moments, um, am I helping my child? Um, Or am I protecting them? And of course, Brene Brown has taught um, that kids develop hope in struggle. Now, that sounds really contradictory, but it's absolutely true. We develop our capacities and our self-efficacy and um, our sense of worth and self-esteem as we take on struggles. And I think most of us can relate to that. We can think about the times in our lives where we have learned the most it's always in struggle. It's never on the easy road. And so um, we want to convey to our children That we know that they can cope with those challenges, and that we have confidence in their ability to do that. We don't want to protect them from those challenges. And here's the other thing: like, as if we could, you can't, because when you might protect them when they're at home, but then you make it you make it ten times harder for them when they get into the real world, where people will not coddle them the way you have. And so, head on over to my website to check out the show notes with the resources for this episode uh, at www drmelissasmith.com forward slash two four zero dash helicopter parent. Um and of course, on Instagram, I'm going to have more resources related to this podcast. So I'd love to connect with you there at Dr. Melissa Smith. And if you're so inclined, I'd love it if you gave the podcast a five star review on podcast or on Apple Podcast or Spotify. It helps other people find the podcast and also gives me great feedback about uh, what's working for you. So uh, in the meantime, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Remember, love and work work and love. That's all there is until next time. Take good care.